Will you pray with me? O gracious and loving God, may the meditations of all our hearts and minds and spirits be pleasing unto you this day and forever. Amen. Well, this reading from Mark that we just shared, it's a miracle, of course, and a story of healing, but could sadly and easily be labeled what's known as a clobber passage. You see, clobber passages are those verses that some Christians use to condemn other Christians as sinners. The use of scripture to clobber someone else seems to frequently come from those who seem to readily ignore the overriding good news of Jesus' life and teachings, namely the great commandment of loving our neighbors as ourselves. Well, it's hard to love someone, isn't it, if we're judging or condemning them? And of course, this is the exact opposite of what Jesus is trying to teach us, as evidenced by who he chooses to heal. He heals the lepers, the hemorrhaging women, and yes, the man with an unclean spirit. Jesus' healing did more than remove the illness from the person. His healing allows those formerly stigmatized to be welcomed back into society. Jesus refuses to ostracize those that were considered unclean or impure or ill. And by this example demonstrates his vision for the kingdom on earth. Well, the other problem with clobber passages is that those who use them often begin with an issue that they want to use scripture to support and then read the Bible through that contorted lens. And some examples include anti-Semitism, slavery, homosexuality, and even the oppression of women. And I hope that we can all recognize that through the centuries, Christians have made changes in the way we interpret the Bible on these important issues. For example, as one author asks, how could most Christians for more than 200 years accept slavery and the subordination of women with not a hint that there was any other view in the Bible? He explains that in the case of slavery, society accepted a pervasive prejudice and read it back into scripture with tragic consequences for those to whom these verses were applied. And in the ancient world, slavery was a given, of course, but in the modern world, we recognize that the master-slave relationship is a violation of the gospel and basic human rights. And concerning women, we read in 1 Corinthians, that women should be silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but should be subordinate, as the law says. If there is anything they desire to know, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is shameful for a woman to speak in church. Well, ask any woman here how this would go over if we tried to embrace that no women should speak in church, much less that if there's anything we need to know, we can just simply ask our husbands. I presume that this would also have tragic consequences, primarily for any man who tried to enforce that ancient practice. But this story of Jesus removing the unclean spirit from the man has indeed been used as a clobber passage for those with mental illness. Tragically, there are still some who consider mental illness the work of an unclean spirit, as if the person is possessed. Well, just as we have come to understand that slavery or the silencing of women 
where anti-Semitism is far from the teachings of Jesus' commandment, so too we have come a long way in understanding that mental illness should not be stigmatized as some character defect or evil spirit. And yet, so many continue to suffer in silence because some continue to misunderstand or discriminate against those with a mental health concern. As Christians commanded to love our neighbors, we are called to create communities of compassion and acceptance. And it's significant that the first healing in Mark's gospel is Jesus' healing in the synagogue, the church, a public place and a sacred place where Jesus establishes his authority, an authority that we are to listen to and take seriously. He establishes his authority as a great teacher who will show us that we must reach out especially to those who are being marginalized by society, the poor, the lepers, women, those in need of not only physical healing, but the kind of healing that comes from being embraced by a compassionate community. We certainly don't shun those with physical ailments, at least I hope we don't. For how many times have we stood up and shared our prayers for those with cancer? or brought a casserole to someone with a broken bone, or asked for prayers for someone recovering from a heart attack or stroke. But how often do we publicly stand up or ask for prayers for ourselves or our loved ones suffering from bipolar, or delivered a casserole to someone who's suffering from depression? But of course, we don't often do this because the one suffering is often too afraid to even admit their illness because of the stigma that is still sometimes associated with it. And our health insurance systems sometimes even reinforce the stigma. How many of you have health plans that limit the number of visits for counseling or therapy? Can you imagine a health plan that dictated an arbitrary number of sessions to treat cancer? And yet, this is how many health insurance plans still work. And sadly, the introduction of social media furthers the stigma and illusion that, you know, everyone's life is perfect. Again, we see posts sometimes about physical ailments, but rarely do we see folks posting updates on their mental health struggles or their mental wellness. This must change. And this loving community of believers seems like the best place to influence that change. Jesus performed a miracle of healing that day in the temple. And if you read the rest of the Gospel of Mark, you'll find 18 miracles, 13 of which are Jesus healing someone. Well, I witnessed a similar miracle just recently in one of our small women's book groups here at church. You see, we began to share our joys and concerns near the end of our time together. And the first person to share spoke of her recent struggle with depression. A sacred hush settled over that circle as we immediately recognized this woman's vulnerability as she shared her story. The weight of these words and the tenderness we all felt for this woman was palpable. It wasn't lost on any of us that expressing this concern took courage. And the miracle that occurred turned out to be the contagious nature of her courage, as several other women shared concerns that they were carrying that they later admitted they 
would never have shared had she not shared her vulnerable story first. The depression wasn't lifted, but healing occurred as this woman and those around her felt embraced by a community of love. And it's not easy to be that vulnerable, especially in a society that doesn't always seem to understand mental illness or, or encourage medical treatment for these conditions. One in four of us adults are affected by a mental illness, but only 41% of adults in the United States with a mental health condition received health services in the last year. It is even more disheartening for minority groups. African Americans and Hispanic Americans use mental health services at about one half the rate of Caucasian Americans, and Asian Americans at about one third the rate. And it's not just adults that we should be concerned about. 20% of youth between the ages of 13 and 18 live with a mental health condition. But perhaps even more alarming is that the delay between the onset of symptoms and an intervention is eight to 10 years. Eight to 10 years from the onset of symptoms to treatment. We would never dream of waiting that long to help ourselves or our children for a physical illness. And did you know that approximately one million women a year in the United States suffer from postpartum depression? As a society, we focus on how happy and delighted new moms must be to have delivered their precious baby. But for many, the sadness that settles in after delivery can be debilitating and frightening. Because of a lack of understanding by many and the embarrassment and guilt that some women feel, they often try to ignore these symptoms instead of seeking much-needed help. But there are so many strides being made in education, awareness, and treatment that we need not be discouraged. But of course, we need to take advantage of the resources in our midst. NAMI, the National Alliance for Mental Illness, will be offering free uh, mental health first aid classes here at First Congo in February. Parents and teens are invited to attend the Ending the Silence program we're hosting here on February 7th. And the NAMI Community Wellness Center that recently opened in LaGrange on Willow Springs Road offers a variety of free seminars on mental health topics and support services, including free yoga and mindfulness. Well, you'll have an opportunity to find out more about these at our coffee hour, or you can follow the links and information that are noted in our bulletin. But perhaps one of the biggest and best things that we can do for each other is listen, and not to be afraid to be with a friend to someone who might think they are experiencing a mental health challenge. To simply be present without judgment, without advice, and with compassion and not to be afraid of awkward silences. For it may actually be in the awkward silence that someone is working up the courage to be vulnerable. Take a look. So I invite you to learn more about the signs and symptoms of mental health. And yes, seize the awkward and reach out to a friend who might be in need of your compassionate presence. And if you're in need of some love, Seek the support of a friend or any one of us, your pastors or Nurse Deb here at First Congo, 
and certainly speak to your physician or mental health professional if you have any inkling you may be experiencing signs or symptoms of a health issue. Let us not clobber or stigmatize those in need of our help, and let us not clobber ourselves if we find we need help as well. And please, remember the miracle of healing is not just up to Jesus, for we can each be bearers of Jesus's miraculous healing by extending love and acceptance to ourselves and those around us in need. For who among us doesn't need a little miracle of healing once in a while? Amen.